What's up, Internet? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Animated Gamers Podcast, where anime and gamers collide. Thank you so much for joining us. This is officially episode 8, but if you take into account the two specials that we did and one guest appearance that came out this week, we're up to 11 total episodes. How do you guys feel about that? Wow. Feels great, man. It's crazy. It's a lot of our voice out there in the internet so they can make clones of us (laughs) if they wanted to. Deep fakes. Deep fakes. Right, right, right. We say anything, so be careful what you say. They got, all right, they, so, got they got previous audio to go audio to go blackmail us on. <laughs> right, especially with last week's episode with the trolling. Oof. Well, mostly, mostly me. Anyways, let's get into the topics. Uh, so we're going to talk about anime today. With the coronavirus going on, a lot of people will be in the house more than usual. So we're going to overload on anime. Uh, but I got to introduce you to the two guys on the on the call with me, just in case this is your first episode. First up, we have. Hey, Internet is David here, a.k.a. Foxtail. How's it going? And rounding out the cast, as always, we have... Ronnie G. The Medis, man. What's up, yo? All right, guys. How's your week been? Um, Been pretty crazy at work uh, with this coronavirus going on. People are going in there and just, like, buying anything they can get their hands on at this point. Like, paper towels, water, hand sanitizer is completely gone. Our paper towels are almost diminished. So it's been a little bit hectic over there. But, like, outside of work... um. Bought near Automata the other day on PlayStation Store. I think it was like popular in Japan sale. So got that for 20 bucks. Always wanted to play that. And I think I said this in a Discord once that, you know, price was never right until that $20 came around. And then that was like perfect. So I got that. Um, started watching Castlevania Season 3. So like I'm halfway through that. Really enjoying it so far. But uh, and also watching uh, Castlevania Season 3 made me want to go back and play the game. So and they just happened to release the ios version i think android version of symphony of a night so i bought that for like three dollars so i'm running through that again right right so you're all animated out already yeah pretty much, animated man. theme stuff i feel that what's up with you ron how's your week been i mean it's been it's good so far same thing you know the coronavirus going on uh so uh i'm actually you know i'm not feeling too well for those who don't know me you know i don't get sick almost ever so it's it's, it's you know it's, you know it's a positive cause for me Makes you, you know, think about actually thinking about who do I see today? Who do I touch? Who do I know? Like that was around me kind of thing. So, we, you know, we should all just be aware. But as far as that, like I said, that sanitizer stuff go, you know, people are just going nuts over that stuff. And I just think it's crazy that people are like, you know, buying it also just to resell it. Whoever's doing that, you know what you are. Yep. You know people what you are. Said this to Cliff yesterday. People literally make me sick. Yeah. And as, uh, <laughs> as far as those people who don't, who do work in retail and people are coming in, you know, driving them crazy over there, hand sanitizer. Don't forget, you need that stuff too. So even if you got to put some of that stuff aside to payday, whatever you got to do, just get some for yourself also. Now, yeah, you listen, that, take care of yourself. You do that, you the devil to them. Yeah, right. Their health it, is it, always more important your health. Right, you're your person too. Just remember that. What you mean? Right. <laughs> what right. you mean you a person? <laughs> right. <laughs> what about you, Cliff? What's going on yeah, with you, man? Been- yeah, the week's been pretty strange. I also work in public health. Well, 
signing folks up and, and doing all health insurance type stuff. So I'm meeting with folks face to face pretty much all the time. So I'm like washing my hands a lot, light sawing handles and everything, being extra cautious. I'm typically someone who is not, I wouldn't say a germaphobe anyway, but I'm always cautious of that stuff. Um, but I'm extra cautious now. So let's see how things go. It's, it's no. a cause to be inside to watch more TV, which is great. Um, you, mean, you meant to I, say you're vigilant about that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah vigilant. Very... You know what else you're more aware of? Than what? flight tickets. Than flight tickets. Oh, you know, man. Yeah, that, just just flight quick, tickets just, to, uh, right. to Florida is like a round trip for two people is the same amount for just Bro, one person. Just usually. a quick chat about that. Uh, that was like a huge thing. And, you know, they were saying like millennials were like, you know, basically saying like the world's ended. They don't care if they die kind of thing. So they're just, you know, buying tickets to places they never, they knew they were never going to see again or whatever the case. Like, I heard tickets to Panama was going for like $85 round trip. Tickets to like, obviously you can't fly to Italy now, but like close to Italy, we're going for like $95. That's crazy to me. I've had to die in Jamaica than Philly. One of the cruise, one of those cruise ship um, packages now, like since this coronavirus is going on and encourage people to still like go on cruises, they're doing like the free drinks and like free stuff at the bar. So they're trying to encourage right. you to like to still get on this ship. Which is still, which is, and, and, and just what, you, what kills me is that like, you know, people are like focusing more still on co- consumerism than actually like, hey guys, don't get on our, our planes don't get on our boats because of what's going on. Instead, they're like, "Hey, take this ticket for forty dollars, bro, and go straight to Italy where it's locked down." It's just nuts. Yeah, folks are short sighted with this. I hope there's enough folks that will be around <laughs> afterwards because um, right. I, I know people, you know, no nonsense or very common sense. Take care of yourself, but the amount of people to share, amount of people, and the the veracity of this virus is a little concerning. You know, because we have the clear things you need to do to prevent it from happening, but it's still spreading like crazy. But anyways, right. give me more reason to watch some more anime and some live action shows. I just watched like five episodes of um, American Horror Story over the past day and a half, which is season. usually weird season for me. Now. We're in the coven season, so we're maybe episode eight or nine. How do you like that? That's a, that's a the conversation for another day, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this show is just drama for the sake of drama. All right, so let's jump into this. As we say, we're going to talk about anime a lot, but we have a couple of news updates, as always. The news has been a little bit slow because of the virus. Things have been slowing down as far as production on movies and TV shows, but we do have some things to touch on. First up, Christian Bale has been confirmed to be the villain in Thor, in Thor 4, so there was an interview recently with uh, Tessa Thompson and just going over the type of villain he's going to be playing in the movie. How do you guys feel about Christian Bale going from Batman and his other films, of course, into a villainous role in Thor 4? I'm fine with it, honestly. I think it gives him credibility. I mean, he was in, like, maybe one of the first trilogies for superheroes, the Dark Knight trilogy, and he, like, I think he did great in that. Um, So he definitely has, like, experience with it. I think him going to a villain is pretty cool. I mean, Christian Bale is, like, one of my favorite actors. Like, even if this movie flops and is, like, bad, this guy is, like, super committed to his roles. So, you know, if the movie's bad, he's going to be good. His performance will be solid no matter what. Yeah, yeah, his performance will be solid no matter what, like you said. Um, I don't know if you guys, like, saw The Machinist. Like, I think he lost, like, tons of weight for that. This guy is, like, super committed to all his roles. Um, I know Ron seen this movie, The Prestige. He was amazing in that movie. That was, like, one of my favorite movies yep. of all time. I don't know if you've seen it, Cliff. Hugh Jackman's in it, too. So definitely check that out. It's definitely one of those movies. Oh, yeah, the magician-type 
Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, I saw it. That movie is legit. He his performance in that was amazing. So was Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was great in that too. But like I'm all for this man. When I read this, dude, I was super stoked for it. So definitely has my approval. What about you, Ron? Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback off what Dave said, like I love Christian Bell. And he and just reading about how he gets consumed by like these roles and characters that he takes kind of person that doesn't want to take a role. Like if he feel like he can't do it. So he's not just out there just getting work just to get work. Like Nicholas Cage is like Nicholas Cage will take any job you give him. But you know, this guy is actually, you know, trying to perfect his craft. And stuff like that. So I'm sold. I don't care if he's the villain, the good guy don't matter to me. If he does a cameo, it doesn't matter. Christian Bell's in it. It most likely it's going to be good. You gonna really slander my man like that? I know for real. He <laughs> went right at his neck. My man. Straight to his neck. He went straight for his <laughs> neck. I can, I can give you I can give you two movies that fucking Nicolas Cage did that wasn't that bad. Gone in sixty seconds and National Treasure One. That's what about, it. That's what about it. Family Man. Family Man was good. Who? Oh. Who? Oh why? We didn't see Mandy that came out last year. Who? Con Air. Huh? Face off. What? My boy. <laughs> you slander. I need we need to give you an education on Nicolas Cage. <laughs> he tries. He he does really weird and ridiculous things, and I love that about him. But anyways, back to uh Christian Bale, the guy we're talking about. Just mirroring what you guys said already. Um he's a, he's a dope actor. He really throws himself into the role, and I think that he's gonna possibly rival Killmonger and what Michael B. Jordan did as far as getting into the character and really selling it. Because as you said, no matter what, he's going to come out, you know, with a really great performance and then bouncing off of the Guardians, Tessa and Thor. I think it's going to be a sight to see. So I have two villains that I think he may play. Of course, the most popular and the one that's going around the most. So on comic book forums is Gore the God Butcher. Now, he was introduced in 2012 in a storyline called the God of Thunder. Basically, it's a person who, you know, spent most of his life praying to the gods on this desolate planet to like come down save us give us some water give us food we really need your help gods and then one day there was a battle between two gods and you know that landed in his village and then uh they they ended up killing each other so what he does is make sure that the guy is dead and takes his weapon and then goes off into outer space and just massacres gods across space and time as revenge because you know the guy was like please help me and he was like i've been praying to you for years you never helped us and this this is the revenge basically. So that would be that would be dope and very dark if we if we get to see that. Real fast, this, I just hope that scene happens. I would love to see that scene. Yeah, it'd be a nice. Help, help me, help me, motherfucker! I've been praying to you for years. And it stands over him. He has prayer, and then the weapon and the way that he looks in the cloak is 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 fire. It's 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 real dope. If they choose to go with him, now we also have Mangog too. Now he was created um, from the hatred of billions and billions of beings that were once killed by the ruler of Asgard. We could tie that back to Odin and you know in the past because we already found out that his sister and other things you know with Hela that he's hidden in the past. So there's no reason to there's no reason to think that he can't be the villain it wouldn't be too far of a stretch because it's already been implanted in the MCU. So if it's one of those guys, I think we're in for a treat. If they pick us a, a smaller, you know, more obscure villain, I'm sure they can f- spin that too. But these are two popular ones that I've seen online that pop up. Just to go off Christian Bale real quick. That's a, a big name. Marvel got, they got a big name. So I'm going to go off on a stretch here and say, this villain's going to be 
maybe in the line of Thanos. So I would hope to see Doctor Doom. I don't know um, how that would work. But, like, I feel like Christian Bale is, like, one of these actors that you sign on for multiple movies. So that villain would have to be a pretty big villain. So, so the thing with Doctor Doom, if, it, if they were on Earth where it was another team, see, Doctor Doom is so domestic. He hasn't really done a lot of stuff in outer space or enough to, like, get the attention of Thor and them. Unless they, I mean, plus the Fantastic Four hasn't been introduced and he's, like, kind of connected with them. I think that if they do it, it'll be a stretch. You know, no pun intended. But they would really have to figure out how to appease the fans if they bring him in as Doctor Doom. But, like, what if it's one of these things where, like, he's introduced at the end of a movie? Where how they have Gore the God Butcher, like, the main villain. And then, like, right, the cut scene or something at the ending scene, they show, like, a Doctor Doom, like, how they did Thanos back then. You know what I mean? You think, you think they start building towards a bigger universe already so soon? I think so. I mean, just uh, trying to capitalize off the success of the other universe so they can try to go straight into the next one i mean like i said just christian bale is just such a big actor like even when they first started iron man they got robert downey jr like he wasn't a huge name because he was going through whatever he was going through and then they started casting everybody else and then if you look at every one of those actors none of them were has like the name that christian bale has you know what i mean I mean, Scarlett Johansson would probably be the other one. Yeah, he got clout. Yeah, he got got clout. So I don't think you just... I mean, I may be wrong about this Dr. Dude thing, which I'm pretty sure I am. It's just a stretch. But I feel like like, um, you don't bring Christian Bale in to kill him off like like that. You know what I mean? That's like bringing in Josh Brolin and then you kill him in the first movie. And they did bring on Meryl Streep and killed her in the same movie while off screen. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. Damn! But I don't know. Like so, I said, it's a stretch. I think it'd be pretty cool to see that, but like you said, Fantastic Four would have to get involved, and I don't know. Maybe, like I say, like I said, maybe just like a end credit scene to lead over to like a the new universe. We should spend some time and really dive into this because I have a lot of speculations on what they can do and what they, sh- you know, I don't know as far as the architect. And I want to give away too many gems just in case you know whoever at Marvel's listening and and pick up these you know little, little scrolls. Right. Watch out for the eight point five. Watch out for the eight point five. <laughs> right, right. How you feel about this, Ron? Uh, any any idea or any guesses of what the villain would be or which character he should play? I mean, no. I mean, as everybody probably know, like you guys know more about the comic book world than I do. I'm I'm just one of those people that love the characters, show up to see the movies, and just geek off from there. As far as like backstories, things like that, I'm not too familiar with because that wasn't something I watched growing up. I watched DC growing up. <laughs> And, uh, you know, X-Men mostly. Like, I love X-Men growing up. So, you guys know more about the backstory than I do. So, whatever you guys assume he's going to be, I'm just going to jump on that. You know what, yeah, what he said? Um, <laughs> Christian Bale has been tied to this movie since, like, it got announced. I think when it first got announced, he was tied to Beta Ray Bill, I think. I don't know if you heard Dude, about that it, one, Cliff. So, me and my brother were talking about this before. And the thing is, when it comes to anthrop- anthropomorphic creatures in movies... If they're not with a human character, I think it's hard to sell that to a general audience. Now, if you think about with Sonic the Hedgehog, which he brought up, he had to have Cyclops with him to just to give that human aspect. Yeah. Even though Groot and, and Rocket were who they were, they were part of an ensemble with, with human characters. Now, if he is Beta Ray Bill... Can we just get Groot see. to talk? Can we they, could bring to it, talk? they could bring him over to the good side and like eventually have him in team-ups, but I, I think it'd be really... It'd be a stress to have him as a as a villain um, or as a main character. If I'm not it mistaken, just, Vin Diesel plays uh, fucking Groot, right? 
Groot, yeah. So imagine paying him probably ten million dollars just to fucking repeatedly say I am Groot. He's done it in, in multiple length. Well, I mean it's all I am Groot no matter what. Know, right? <laughs> but yeah, his voice is on all. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Imagine that. Imagine getting Vin Diesel on just to play I am Groot. Yo soy Groot. <laughs> <laughs> all right just a quick um thing i'm looking at some some prestigious actors who died in the mcu kurt russell uh mads mickelson who's a dope actor yeah. um i messed up with what's her name oh it's glenn Cl- it, it was glenn close it wasn't meryl streep it was glenn, I'm glenn meryl streep <laughs> yeah that's okay. why he said she died off screen that's how i was like wait damn i didn't even get to see her Get my old white biddies mixed up. <laughs> but anyway, so we got some more movie news. Um, this is more of a, a rumor. So Johnny Depp potentially playing Joker in The Batman, the one that's going to be led by our boy uh, from Twilight. How do you guys feel about Johnny Depp being in this universe and secondly playing the Joker? I'm down. I think he's a good character actor if you look at All right, let's, let's just... I was about to say, let's just get it out the way. He really, when he, he talks about Johnny Depp, only thing he correlates him with is Pirate of the Caribbean. But go ahead, Dave. No, uh, you seen um, what's that movie? I, oh my god, I had it on top of my head. It's the one with John Turturro in it, and um, Johnny Depp's the writer, and he goes off to this like cabin. Damn. Oh, Secret that? Window. Yeah, Secret Window. He was great in that movie. I love that movie. So yeah, he's so um, but yeah, like right now he's more known for. Uh, Jack Sparrow, but I think he's a good character actor. I mean, it's like you said, Edward it's just Scissor's a rumor. Hands. That's what he's known for, Edward Scissorhands. I mean, it's just a rumor, so I'll be down for it. I mean, I think he'll do fine in it. I just think he got a bad rap lately for the Pirates of the Caribbean movies being dragged out. But I think like, like his role in that movie, like I think he did great. It's just like one of those things we said with Christian Bale. Like if he's in it, you know, like well, I think his part would be fine, even if the movie goes goes bad. But I'm okay with it. But like you said, it's just a rumor. He's also someone to lose himself in the role, like with the makeup and yeah. prosthetics. So if he's not, if anything, he'll look the part and really play the part. And I have my thoughts on that. Um, how do you feel about it, Ron, before I get on my soapbox? Uh, I'm not a fan of Don, Johnny Depp, to be honest with you, that much. Like, he's okay. Like, I'm not looking forward to him. He's not a sell for me for any movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the best movie I think he ever was in was The Astronaut's Wife. That's the best movie I think he ever was in. And I don't know if people ever watched that, but he like traveled to space, came back, and was just different. I don't want to ruin too much. And he did that so well. And other than that, I I mean, I don't really care for him. But if he's gonna play the Joker, then that might be suitable for him because he has that you know, like you said, he gets lost in, in his character. He has that vibe. I mean, he look look uh, look what he plays on. You know, he plays Jack Sparrow. That's kind of like the fucking pirate version of uh, the Joker. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he'd be. I don't think he'd be terrible at it. It's just I'm like, okay, Johnny Depp's in it. But I think I think a lot of times with these rumors, they put it out there and then want to see if there's any hype behind it before they actually probably maybe ink the deal with them or something. That's what right. I think most of those things be most of the time. Anyways, but, right? I think it's I think it's too close to other joker things i mean we're getting consumed with joker too much in the media he is a popular character for batman but he has a a a large rogues gallery we just had the joker come out that won an academy award we still have um heath ledger clearing our minds and i I think it's just too soon to add him again into this universe yeah for one i think we should go with some other characters i mean we do have the riddler in there um what other characters do we have the riddler i think the penguin penguin 
Yeah, with Colin Farrell. We have Colin Farrell and Johnny Depp. I think it's just going to be too much drama, too much mascara to, to handle. You know what? Honestly. I agree with I mean, we, why can't I'd, we just get Joaquin Phoenix? Why yeah, can't we just you say who? Why can't we just get Joker Phoenix to play it? Why, why, why change the Joker? I mean, they're already going to make it. Because I think his his Joker isn't in the same universe as this Joker would be. They like I don't know why. Oh, Joaquin. Yeah, he said joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who's that? Yeah, Joker Phoenix. Sure, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, joking. He said joking. <laughs> yeah, that's a play on the words with a Joker. Joking Joker. Yeah. We just we just killed your joke. We shot it in the leg. Yeah, you just did. Her just her her no joke. That was no joke. He realized how dumb it sounded. They came up with something real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just too soon. Um, yes. We'll see how things go and report on it. I mean, if they give us the movie, I'm going to watch it because the car looks dope. And I'm interested to see what Zoe does with the role. Other than that, it's just it's just too much of the same thing over and over again. Within like 10, 20 year span, let us forget about things and get hyped about it. I agree with that. Like, like I said, if Johnny Depp was a joker, I'd be fine with it. But... Him not being Joker, not being in this movie, I'm more than okay with that. Like Cliff said, we're oversaturated right. with this already. I feel like they're just throwing the Joker out just to capitalize off the name at this point. Oh, Joker's in this movie, so they're right. definitely going to go and see this to check it out. And then not knowing, like I said, Joker might just be an end credit thing, but then they're promoting it this whole movie. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you guys. I feel like just Joker's synonymous with Batman in general. So when people see Batman, immediately they want the Joker. Yeah. All right. So let's let's power through this next piece. We can get right into the anime. Thumbs up or thumbs down or thumbs in the middle about the Black Widow trailer. Oh, that, I like it. It convinced me to go watch it. Sorry, I, so I said it's day one. Hey, I yeah, said it's day one. I, I'm going to see that. That scene at the very end of the trailer. I mean, when you do stuff like that, when you keep the camera focused, even though it looks video gamey, I'm I'm sold. Any action scene, if you keep the camera together, not be cut, not cutting it a lot. I'm sold, no matter yeah. what it looks like. So I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this anime stuff. So the catalyst for this week was the new trailer for Digimon Digital Monsters Remake. So this will be coming out later this year, and they're basically remaking the first season of Digimon that came back in the 90s. What was your reaction when you first saw this? If you already know my reaction, man. I love me some Digimon. I always thought Digimon was like way better than Pokemon, but it was like never the popular opinion because... Pokemon had so much ground over Digimon. So if you said Digimon mm-hmm. was better than Pokemon, that was like absurd. That was like the dumbest thing you could say at the time. But dude, it I honestly still I is. St- yeah, I still think it is, man. I feel like they got that mon attached to it, so they assumed that it was gonna be something very close to Pokemon. But when the Digimon started talking, everybody was like, Hold up, well, this is not Pokemon. Well, duh, it's not Pokemon. It's like something right. completely different, dude. It's like it has to do with like the digital world. It's like I don't know, man. I just really like Digimon. <clears throat> so like I'm all for it. So when you sent me that link, I watched it right away, checked it out, and um the graphics, the animation is similar to the first one, just a little bit upgraded because I, I didn't see much of a difference and I was okay with that. So um I think most of the stuff we'll see as far as the upgrade will be in the in the battles, in the mm-hmm. transformations. They'll mm-hmm. spend their, their budget on that, I think. Oh, yeah, like, the animation itself, like, I didn't really see much of a difference, so, but, like, I'm all for this, man. Like, I've been, I've been on search for a good Digimon game for a while. I think I might grab that one on the Switch with the two collections in it, and then, like, with this Digimon um, animation coming out, dude, like, I'm so hyped for Digimon right now, dude. Mm. How about, how about you, Ron? I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, as soon as I seen it, immediately, you know, I sent it to you guys because I knew I knew Dave would love it. And it was yet again, it was only thirty seconds, but the little things I noticed too was like, it just looked better. This, if this Digimon came out back then, granted we didn't have technology, I would see because, like you said, the battle scenes are gonna be better, and hopefully the voice acting because that's another thing I hate about the Digimon previously. The voice acting was bad, but um. This this Digimon's got me hyped. I wasn't really always a big, huge Digimon fan. The games were great, way better than underrated. Yeah, super underrated. But they also was you know 3D before you know, and Pokemon hasn't been when they go 3D until you know Nintendo 64, and barely that. That was just Stadium. But um, it's it was super underrated. It was great game. The show was good, but like you said, it got outshined by Pokemon, and the concept was even good. Like people don't realize, like it's not even like. Like, you know, Pokemon World is, you know, the Pokemon live with the humans is, you know, it's the actual reality. But the Digimon, you go into, like, a computer digital world, and that's how they can talk to the Digimon. I don't think people, I think this story was too complex for people to understand back then. So maybe it can find, you know, a new audience or, you know, new generation of kids. Then, you know, more, you know, more educated than probably we were back then, because, you know, with technology and stuff. So hopefully, you know, it finds a nice audience. I'm, I'm hyped for it, but, you know, I'm not... I'm not going to go crazy yet. You know what, like, surprised me the most about Digimon, besides the fact that they could talk? It was their evolutions, that they can go back to their first form. Like, something way yeah. different from Pokemon. Pokemon, obviously, once you evolve, you're stuck there. You're not going back. But, like, in Digimon, right. like, uh, Agumon evolved to Greymon, and then a couple minutes later, he went back to Agumon. And I'm like, what? That was dope. That, like, blew my mind. Yeah, that Mon... Really, really screwed Digimon over because of the whole pocket yep. monsters versus digital monsters. Yeah, and it came out so quickly as far as being dubbed in the U.S. So we got them maybe a year or two apart. When in Japan, you know, Pokemon was out in '96, and then this came out in '98. It says here, so yeah, that definitely, that definitely screwed it over. I'm not gonna say I was the hugest fan. I watched the first season, enjoyed it. I watched the second season. I can't seem to find the the last season I watched. I remember it was three characters. And they used to have their um, transformer, transmorpher. I'm going to be slaughtered by the by the fans out there. But they would have it on their wrist and like a card. What season was that? They like had to swipe their card on their I little I device. Think it was like season three or four. That's the last season I watched. And as you can see, I don't remember that much. Um, it, at that time, I think Yu-Gi-Oh. I was more into Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. at the time more than anything. Of course, I watched the Pokemon anime and the movies. Well, some of the movies, but I was more into, into Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, so was I. Uh, I'm hoping with this one, I'll be able to get on board and stay on board. The first season, at least, is so it will be fresh in my mind because it's been so long. So I'll definitely check it out when it comes out. I'm hoping that this also can springboard Monster Rancher. Now that was a similar anime that came out around I remember this time. That. Yeah, I remember when they that. were actually on a disc in the PlayStation, or it looked like a PlayStation at least. Yeah. And and the kid was transported inside of the video game world. Now that was a pretty dope one. So if if we can get that in in the in the near future, I'm down with that too. I'm just waiting for Digimon Go to come out. Oh, yeah, Digimon Go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> after the first season or the second season, they're going to have some type of augmented reality to go along with this. Once the new generation, the newer young people who don't know what Digimon is, yeah. as you said, there's a new audience potential. There's new audience for everything in media born every day. So, uh, when the, it, it, no, I think it'll just be Crunchyroll. But Netflix may pick it up over time. They just picked up Pokemon. Hold on, I think, if really I'm not care. mistaken, I think that was a Netflix thing. Is it Netflix on it? Well, we can we can fact check that. Um, 
But if, if so, good on them. Netflix making hella bread on on anime. Yeah, and I'm not mad, I'm not mad about that. Last year they invested like millions and million dollars into the anime category. They just gotta compete with uh, Disney and their animated cata- catalog. All right. So speaking of remakes and new anime coming out <clears throat> later this year, what are some upcoming anime that you guys are excited about? Um, I think this anime is already out. I think Clips mentioned it a few times. Fate Grand Order. If you guys know me, like I'm down for anything Fate, except for that Fate Encore that's on Netflix right now. I just couldn't get into it. I watched the first two episodes and like the animation was kind of trash for me, and the story was a little complex, so I dropped it. But um, Cliff's been talking about this Fate Grand Order for a while now, so I'm just waiting for it the the season to finish up, then I can binge that. But like other than that, not much, man. Like I said, I've been watching Castlevania three, so I would definitely recommend that one. But like anything up and coming, I don't really have anything on my list right now. Yeah, that new spring season is coming out next month. And a lot of these are looking to be new anime. Some are sequels to, you know, slice of life stuff that I don't typically watch. But these, there seem to be some gems in here. Anything on your radar, Ron? Uh, no, not no, new up and coming. Um, I would like to know, like, up and coming things because I like jumping in things, like, when it first came out. Whether it got hype around it or not. Because then I hate when it's five seasons in and everybody want to tell you to watch it and you got to binge it or catch up. So that's why I'd be liking to know what's up and coming. But uh, so far here at Academia still, I think I'm on like episode 10. Uh, as far as up and coming, I heard I keep hearing that uh, Dr. Stone, I think it is. Everyone's apparently yeah. talking about that. So that, yeah. might be a, that might be worth a watch. That was my, actually, um, actually one of my anime that I would pick to make into a live action movie. Because I feel like that movie, that would be doable more um doable than any of these other animes because like because mm-hmm. that's more of like it's like an apocalyptic world where everyone's just turned into stone and you're like using science to pretty much resurrect everyone and just create a new world i think that's a good movie right. like plot right there so it's i think it's doable mm-hmm. so it's not like too many crazy animations you would have to make compared to like dragon ball naruto my hero or anything like that so i really do think yeah, it with crazy powers and transformations yeah yeah you don't have none of that so it's definitely like the plot is there already, so yeah, I think that one would be a pretty good one to make into a live action movie. I'd definitely go check that one out. Right, and uh, also my uh, my up and coming is uh, they uh, you know Alter Carbon. I mentioned this on a previous episode, and I was telling you guys to watch it. But uh, Netflix is also has rights to the anime, so they're gonna be dropping an anime of it soon, which I think is probably gonna be better for that that uh, you know that genre that that uh, that brand. Because it was a comic book anyways, and you could do a lot more in anime than you can in live action, you know, switching the bodies, you know. Like I told you, people don't die, their consciousness stay in these chips they call stacks. Just a refresher on that. So I feel like that would be better. So I can't wait for that anime. I think it comes out like the end of this month. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, we mentioned that I've watched the first two and a half episodes, I believe. Right. Um, sometimes I'll like watch stuff late at night. Like after this, I'll be watching, and I may fall asleep. Not because it's bad, <laughs> and then have to recap or redo the next episode the next day. But yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. Now I'm into the science fiction type stuff anyway, so it's right up my alley. So I'm in for the long haul. And as far as Doctor Stone, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that once we go to the live action piece. Upcoming anime. So there is a manga I read a couple years ago, a couple years ago, called Uzumaki. Now, that is a horror anime. Either of you guys hear about this? I don't want to spoil or say too much about it. No, I didn't hear anything. Nope. All right, so Uzumaki is going to be drawn just like the anime. It's going to be black and white. And it's a very weird animation style. It's not smooth. It's as if you're watching a flip book. It looks very unsettling. 
I'll just tell you that now. And then the concept matter and then the way that they're possibly going to animate what the the antagonist, I would say, or the force in the story is, is going to be creepy. So if you're into horror stuff and especially, especially like Lovecraftian cosmic horror, definitely keep your eyes peeled for Uzumaki. If you haven't read the manga, I would say just hold off until it comes out. Um, but if you are someone who wants to read the source, source material, you would definitely enjoy this. This author in general makes really creepy stuff. He's also made Geo. Either of you hear about this? Nope. With the with the techno fish. <laughs> that was a really creepy one too. It actually had a special what? Wait, what? a couple Wait, years ago. What? Whoa, whoa. No. Don't just don't just no. Don't just go right over there like that. <laughs> techno fish. What? So long story short, this is it's this small town and there's this wretched odor that the townspeople just start to smell one day. And eventually these fish start to terrorize this town. And I'll I'll keep it at that. No, okay. G Y O G O. It's it's an OVA. Uh, came out in 2013. It says here, so it may be on Crunchyroll. It, it it may be clips on YouTube. I would say check. It's it's by Viz Media, so it may be on Crunchyroll unless they have beef. But definitely check that out if you can. G O. And it's only 16 chapters if you want to read the manga instead. Um, aside from that, there's going to be a Fate Stay Night movie called Heaven's Feel coming later this year. So I'm definitely on top of that as well because I love the Fate series. Did not know that. I'm definitely uh, going to check that one out. Yeah, neither There's a lot of Fate stuff coming out over the next couple of the next couple years. A lot of Fate stuff coming up. All right. So, Dave, you already mentioned Dr. Stone possibly or it will be a, a great live action show. Are there any other anime that you'd like to see turn live action? If you think about the news recently that came out for One Piece, and of course Netflix has made Bleach, um, Full Metal Alchemist, and Death Note, it seems like they're going to be making some more live action anime TV shows and movies. Now, besides Dr. Stone, is there anything else you would like to see turn into live action? I would love to see a Naruto live action movie, but do I think it's going to be good? Do I think they're going to make it good? No. But like, i definitely give it a watch. But if I had to pick one, it right. would definitely be Naruto. But I just don't think it's it's doable. Mm-hmm. Anything for you, Ron? Uh, yeah, one of my favorite animes of all time, uh, Samurai Champloo. And uh, oh yeah, that would be dope. Facts. And for those who don't know what that is, you you need to catch up. But it's basically uh, these two samurais uh, who's looking for the scented uh, samurai samurai flowers. I think it is. It translates to in English. And they're just helping this girl on her uh, journey to find this samurai, and they're just and then she's paying them to basically kill this guy. But you know, obviously on the travels they catch a bond and you know become all friends and stuff like that. That's actually a really good watch. I would love to see that action live action. If I and if I had to pick a second one, which I don't know how it would really translate. I mean, it's, it'd be a detective movie, obviously. But uh, Conan from a uh, Case Closed. Mm-hmm. That'd be another one I would like to see live action. But it would just be a detective movie, which you could do with anybody even with george clooney i can't believe that show is still going on it's 900 episodes facts in like what like 30 40 movies yeah it has a huge huge Jeez. huge fan base huge fan base bro. and their stories will be like two or three episode arcs and then it's something completely different and when it comes to detective stuff you can write forever yeah forever know? that's what i'm saying it, w- it wouldn't translate well to probably like a really really good movie because it just it'll just be a detective movie but I would still like to see that live action. 
That'd be dope. Yeah, like a yeah, limited series would be dope. Um, or like you said, like a small, a short movie, maybe an hour and a half, where they basically put a whole whole case together in, in an hour and a half. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah. Now the one that I have was already already made into a Japanese live action movie, <laughs> so I'm kind of cheating. So we know it's possible, but I think put some putting some Hollywood money behind it would be pretty interesting to see. Gantz. Now, Gans is a is a also a type of horror techno horror type of show, where basically Even these people damn who, techno fish. I love it, man. I love it. I love weird weird stuff like this with, with technology and all that. But anyways, these characters die. These two high school teenagers die, and are transported to an alternate reality. And so they go into a room with a whole bunch of other people, and it's a big black orb in there, and. Well, basically, what they got to do is take out these futuristic guns and these bodysuits and go out and kill aliens to earn their life back. So it's like a game show. Mm. They tell them the objective here. This is the person that or the thing that's wanted. You got to go out and kill it within a certain amount of time and you can earn points to earn your life back. Now, if you die in the game, of course, you die in real life. And it's some horrific deaths in this show. Gantz, you say? Gantz, yes. It's two seasons, three seasons, two movies, and live-action OVA. It's it's pretty popular. It came out in 2011 uh, as far as the movie, but I think it's been around for a lot longer than that. Was but definitely check Roll? out Gantz. It's, it's on Crunchyroll, and I have some downloaded from years ago. Back when I was in high school, I used to watch it. Um, 26 episodes, two seasons. Oh, it came out in 2000. So the manga came out in 2000. It ran until 2013. 37 volumes. So there's a lot of stuff to to dive into there. If you guys want to check it out, I could put it up on um, one of these cloud services so you could you two can watch it. It's, it's really great if you can't find it. Another Anything else? Would be, uh, I would wouldn't mind a Soul Eater movie, live action movie. That'd be pretty dope. Like hunting. See the thing, Soul or... Eater was really dope. But I, I'm with I'm with you guys with any powers. I think it's going to look strange. It's, yeah. We need yeah. to get. It depends on the studio. The studio is really yeah. going to is really important. Yeah. Because cause you can't really do a lot. I mean, you could, but it just won't be good. Like, for instance, like Dragon Ball Z live action. Like, it, but it'd be better just as an anime and just make a movie. But then it should be the same thing you watch all the time. I think if it's going to be live action, it has to be practical. That's why I chose Samurai Champloo. Not only, like I, like I said, it's a good story. It's a good plot. And it was a really good show. It's super practical. It's just samurais just doing a business. Yeah, the thing with those shows, like, they're going to be using a lot of CGI um, in green screen, and it's really hard to act against that. So you really need a good studio and good director to help them make it look realistic and make it seem like it's actually happening. So when right. I think of maybe a Dragon Ball movie in the future, I think of Captain Marvel. They got yep. they got it damn near right in outer space the way that it looked. Right. It's just so, designing all the costumes, getting all that hair right, and then like like right, said, right, said, right. That, I think that's the biggest issue. Yeah, we have because in Dragon Ball, it's a lot of just zip zap and 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 uh, and, and cuts of them fighting all around. A lot of like, fast movements. It's yeah. like hard to. It's really weird. Demo wires. Bad, yeah, could you imagine how bad the CGI would be trying to get them to turn Super Saiyan? Because you would have to have them glowing and the hair glowing. Yeah, it just it just can't ever. I can imagine the camera angles, the depth of perception, or the yeah. Yeah, the way you see it. Like if they close up on Goku the first time he's turning Super Saiyan, that's gonna look weird in the background. Like, yeah, ooh, it's never gonna work. I just don't think it'll have the same effect on you either. Like when Goku first turned Super Saiyan after Krillin died, like that hit you in the feels, man. Like you felt it. I don't think you'll feel that in the movie, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a lot. Anime not only 
can you tell stories that are different from what we see in, in Western media? But the way that they animate the characters, it really tells a story. You know, you can watch some of these scenes with the audio off and get a whole story from just looking at the images. And I think that it doesn't translate well to human bodies, like real life human bodies, if that makes sense. Um, so as you said, it's, it's going to, I don't know, they're going to have to try really hard to, to get my dollars. I don't know if it's really possible to make a good Dragon it's Ball. Not, it's just not. It's not. At least not yet. At least not yet. Yeah. I mean, Gemini Man kind of made a lot of things possible. You know, with all the deep fake stuff. So we don't know. Maybe. Yo, the end of that movie, man. All right. So I love the Gemini Man. The end of that movie when it showed him young, his he looks so weird. <laughs> you just like bad movies, bro. You just like bad. Yo, Gemini Man was dope. I don't care what nobody say. Gemini Man. He loved that bad scene. movies with bad CGI. He just love it. That chase scene. Yo, one of the best. One of the best. All right. So we talk about this, these live action things in these over the top action set pieces in, this, in these movies that won't look too bad. We cannot talk about that without mentioning overpowered anime characters. That is one of the best things. One of the things I look for the most in anime is someone who can destroy everybody. <laughs> so who are some characters that, aside from Dragon Ball Z characters, because we could be here all day talking about the Goku and Vegeta show. Um, oh, so let's no, try no, to... No One Punch Man either. Let's try to oh, say... Oh, my dog! No, mm, no. Mm-mm, One no. Punch Man. There's just some characters it's hard to talk about. Yeah, Superman, yeah, One man. Punch Man, Goku, Vegeta. It's like everyone goes to those. So let's try to find some more obscure or not as mainstream overpowered characters. All right, so let's actually pivot to let's pivot to Ron first. Let's see. We don't we don't we don't we don't crush his idea, man. He's about to say I knew he was about to say Goku. He was about to say that Goku or One Punch Man. I knew he was about to say that. One Punch Man. No, he literally is overpowered. He literally kills people with one punch. Does a hundred push ups a day. Hundred sit ups a day. He's overpowered, bro. You better say George Clooney or somebody. Don't say no one punch man. Yeah, he that's squint. That's squint undefeated. <laughs> if I if I if I just off the top of my head, cause you cause you took my guy, just off the top of my head, I would say Pegasus from Yu Gi Oh. Here's what? why. You know what? Yeah, uh, yeah. In Here's his why. universe, I definitely. All right, let's see. Yeah, in his, yeah, in his universe, it's not practical at all. Obviously, it would not work anywhere. Trying to, if you roll up with me, talking about some, let's do it. I'm gonna take your lunch. Yugi right. boy. <laughs> yeah, Yugi <laughs> boy. <laughs> you roll up with me, boy. You in trouble. But anyways. But now he can see the future, right? He's got he got these tune monsters that literally attack your life points directly. And what that means is, even if you got defense monsters up, it don't even matter. My man just gonna hit you right in the gonads. This was pre-sacrificing he, cards too. Pre yeah, pre-sacrificing. So he puts a level eight star. For people who don't know Yu-Gi-Oh, that means they're strong. Level three thousand attack. If people don't know Yu-Gi-Oh, that means they're strong. <laughs> and just attacks you directly. There's nothing you can do. Boy was a troll. Straight up troll. It didn't matter. He's just laughing in your face all my the man. time. And then my he got nerve to a... call my man Yugi Boy. Yugi Boy. My man had the Millennium <laughs> Eye, bro. He saw your cards. He saw he your saw cards. Your... No. Uh, no, my man was he was a troll, straight up troll. You remember when Bandit Keith pulled the gun out on him? <laughs> yeah, he pulled the gun out on him. He pulled the gun out on him. He's he like, cheated. "This is more the game, son." <laughs> he cheated right in his face, and Bandit was like, "Hold up, player. Let me get the show. Pass me my strap." We don't play that where I come from. <laughs> we don't play that. But if I had to pick anybody, I'll pick him because I don't think he, I, don't, I don't think he was actually like officially ever defeated either. Plot. They had to jump him. That's yeah, they had to roll on him. <laughs> 
All right, so after this is over, once he once he leave out, you hit him my follow up. Now that you bring that up, bro, this man was OP, bro. Yeah, he was OP, bro. He was OP. Yeah, I had a thing about Pegasus in a long time. Oh, and on top right. of that, he had that, he had that one uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, the, what is it? Uh, the one that uh, absorbs you. Oh, man, I can't oh, think it was the ritual. Relinquish. Man, yo, he literally absorbed your Yu-Gi-Mon, as I always call him. People know I call him that. He oh, he absorbed your Yu-Gi-Mon and then killed you with it. Uh, bruh. Not only that, you lost to him. He turned you to a card, bro. Turned you to a card. Put you in his back pocket. Yugi boy. <laughs> Yugi boy. I got your grandpa, Yugi boy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dave? Who, who you guys your OP character? I'm going to go Gilgamesh. And this man was OP from Fate State Night Unlimited Blade Works. Cliff, no. This man was so arrogant. And he had... He's like he's the oldest heroic spirit, so it does take a lot to actually summon him. Because if you guys don't know, for like Fate Stay Night, you have to summon these spirits to like help you fight in these wars. But the only way you can summon them is basically you would have to have an item that basically belonged to them. So finding like one of the first heroic spirits, finding an item that actually belonged to him or he had contact with, would be such a pain in the ass to do. Or even it's, at some point, it probably won't even be possible of how old that item would have to be. But if you do manage to get it, he's like the strongest spirit because he has all the heroic spirits, noble phantasm. So he has every other spirit's specialty, basically. So that man was just straight up OP. He had this move where I don't really know what it was actually called, but like he had these chains just come out. If you got anywhere near him, these chains would, these chains would just come out the sky and like grab you. The only way you would get close to him is if he let you. Mm. Yeah, Gilgamesh. Uh, one of the, my favorite fights with Gilgamesh is in uh, Unlimited Blade Works when he's fighting Archer or before he turns Archer. And he only dies in that fight because of his hubris. And it's one of the things where I've watched the show and I find myself watching that fight over and over again when I'm bored just to see it. First of all, it's, it's animated dope as hell. And then just to, it took me a couple times to just realize why they took so long on that one shot. But you'll see how arrogant he is about his power that it cost him his life, at least in that season. And it's amazing. OP characters for me is Mob from Mob Cycle 100. Now, this is from the writer and illustrator that made One Punch Man. So I'm kind of cheating because <laughs> it's the uh, same person. No, 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 so in this in this universe, how it goes is uh, people with psychic abilities, they do ghosts and stuff, exercising creatures and everything. And our main character is a middle school teacher or a middle school boy named Shigeo. And over the course of the series, you see his power is just so ridiculous. It's they So the 100 goes to the 100%. When he gets pissed off or he gets really upset, he gets to 100%. Now, when he goes beyond that, when he gets to the question mark phase and stuff like that, it's just unbridled just rage and the way that it's animated is very well is very very well done and he just takes out some characters in some situations you're like how is he going to get out of this and it's it's great so yeah mob from mob cycle 100 and it, it kind of caught me off guard too because i was definitely not trying to watch this anime the way that it looked but i gave it a shot and i didn't regret it 
My man said Pegasus earlier. I'm still not over that. <laughs> Everyone else got superpowers and stuff like that. Like you got a dude who, you know, has un- unlimited weapons and portals and chains. My guy got, you know, psychic abilities. Hit y'all, hit y'all with, money. hit y'all with the Yoki dude. But he's money right though. Car. But he's right. That man was overpowered in that anime. <laughs> who was the worst villain in season one? A little tangent. Who was the worst villain in your in your eyes? Of, what, of Yu-Gi-Oh? In Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Would you would you stay with Pegasus as the uh, the villain or the the worst possible character in that in that series? I think Weevil yeah. was the most under like annoying character in that whole series, dude. His that's voice why I like him. So that's why I pick. That's why I'm picking. That's why I'm picking. The reason why I would never pick Kaiba is because Kaiba always seemed more like like I want to be his friend, but he I'm too cool for him kind of person. So that I never seen him as an enemy or rival to Yu-Gi anyway. But Pegasus, bro, when he invited everybody to that little, you know, little place and everybody was like, yeah, this is going to be nice. This is like a, it's like a Yu-Gi-Oh retreat. Yeah, we could just he, play the game. He, he, he was, was like, inviting, gotcha, man. He was inviting you to get your ass beat. That's what he was doing. <laughs> and you might die. Yeah, so. you, you come to this retreat and chill, but I might turn you into a car to put you in my back pocket. Yu-Gi-Oh, boy. I definitely agree with Weevil, man. Weevil was evil. He, he destroyed... That man uh, what's the name? The Exodia threw him in the water. He's what took his ass over the boat right with them cars. Trust me. <laughs> you should have hollered that bandit. Yo, my man, let me get that strap. Let me get the strap real quick. You see, you seen uh, Pegasus, was they called him Bandit Keith Boy? He saw that strap, was like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> my, man got a, my man got a bandana on. Yeah, yeah, don't fuck with him. He's <laughs> All right, so real quick, let me get your opinions on. Does an OP character diminish the anime at all? So we have characters like Goku or someone we know comes in and just saves the day. Does that kind of kill the story for you guys? Or how do you feel about having an OP character in a series or movie? I feel like depending on how, if it's a villain, how they die. Like if it's a super OP villain and then all of a sudden they throw in some loophole plot and they build them up for like 12 episodes and all of a sudden some dude just walks over there and kills them in like a two minute battle scene. That always annoys yeah. me. How they they always, call it. They like, call that stupid audience plot. That's yep. what they call it. Not to bring this up because I know this will start something. But the Night King in Game of Thrones, they built that. Bro, I was going to just. I was just about to say that. <laughs> they built that dude say up that. for seasons and seasons and seasons for him to die in such a stupid way. That's my only issue with OP characters. Like, go what do we say to the, fa- to the face of death? <laughs> <laughs> but um, Goku, like he's super OP. But, like, he doesn't just walk up over to Jiren and beat his ass in the first episode. You know what I mean? They, like, go right. back and forth. So they introduce another OP character to balance the other one. So right. instead and, of this and, Goku, and Goku dies, too. I mean, yeah. he does come back to fight, but he does die. He does lose fights. That's another thing. He does lose fights. But, like, if you have an OP character just running through everybody and that's the whole anime, then, yeah, that's an issue for me. Like, One Punch Man. That's why I don't watch it. It's an issue for me. The man just punches people all the time and that's me- it. Yeah, but but to me, that's what made the show. That show is underratedly funny, and that's why because he just runs through people. He has he he doesn't he has a bald head. He's skinny as I don't know what. He just runs through people every time he gets angry, and that's what makes the show good to me. And it, he's OP, yeah, but I feel but like that's what the show is about. Because he does a hundred pushups a day. Goku can do that. That's the joke. Me he can be Goku? That's the joke. He does a hundred. He does a hundred pushups a day. A hundred steps a day. I think he runs like half a mile. Yo. That's the joke. That's what is so funny to me, yo. I love that show, man. I love that show. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. And then the other it's hilarious. heroes take the other heroes take themselves so seriously so too. Serious. 
the one that his what what is like his little apprentice, you know, uh that guy. Yo, that guy is so cool. He's amazing. Yeah, if he was the main character, you would watch that show just because. And I feel like that's even funnier because One Punch Man looks stupid as I don't know what. And this apprentice is the coolest character in the whole show. That the way is, they animate him and they do his special moves, it's like in his comical, motivation. It's comical he, genius, bro. It's great. It's comical genius. That that show is super underrated. Super in that last underrated. battle in season one, you keep, yo, that was I'm, ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Listen, listen. It's super underrated. It's super underrated. It, him being over overpowered doesn't bother me at all. At all. At all. Doesn't yeah, it, it definitely fits the way they wrote they wrote the character, yeah. the world around him, and then they give other characters spotlight too. I love when they side note when they give the uh, the ninja. Remember what they did with him in season two? No, I actually, <laughs> that, I actually do that move season. super fast. Yeah, you got definitely check that out. I season two, I think, aside from the aside from the animation, season two is actually pretty good. And, the, and I was about to say, the reason why I didn't watch season two was because the animations, I wasn't loving it. And I was kind of protesting it, but they're going to make a season three anyway, so I might as well just watch it. There's one character <laughs> that goes through the Crucible. It's one character that's not the main, and he goes through the Crucible. If anything, I would say just watch his arc as a character, if if anything. And I, I, think, you'll, I think you'll enjoy that. All right, so OP characters diminishing anime. Yeah, I mean, I always tie it back to Goku. I think about the, the Namek saga, him... People waiting for him to come and save the day. Right. I just, it, you know, my biggest gripe with, with Superman, it always ruins the story because the character has the ability to be super strong. Why do you have right. to write him into bonds that make him weak? Just have right. him come and save. If you want to have an OP character, make him OP. Now, yeah, when you that, try to make him weaker, yeah. to say like, oh, he needs to change his hair color or he needs to have right. some other type of thing for him to, you know, to struggle. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying about One Punch Man. They don't, they don't, they don't sell you that he's not that strong. I mean, that's the joke that he doesn't look strong, you know. Right. But what we know as the viewers, people in that world don't know, but we know as the viewers that he is One Punch Man. But but as far as like you said, with Goku goes, like yeah, like every season he has to, you know, get some new strategic strategy, and then he grows like 152 levels. Like yeah, that is that is rumors of other characters. That's not like you have Tn. I mean, I arguably like Tien. I like um, him. I like Gohan. Yamcha. Yeah, These characters. Yeah. Gohan for sure. So what they could do with what One Punch Man did, Saitama was out at the at the end of the series and doing his own thing, fighting that that alien. And then all the other heroes had their own spotlight and really contributing to it. In Dragon Ball Z, they kind of just stalled time for Goku to clean up everything. Yeah. And that's kind of. I don't know. As, as someone who loves Dragon Ball Z so much, that's one of the biggest issues that kind of yeah, keeps no one else saves the day. I mean, Gohan oh, saved the day. The so. whole plot for the Namek series was, I'm going to sit here and get my ass beat until my dad come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to hide until my dad come. Until my dad come. That's Wait him, my dad. dad. That's Wait him, my right dad. dad. It was him. Right. And then on top of that, then he, then he got he got his ass whooped. Then he was in that that the tank the, with that little hyperbolic chamber or whatever that tank. And then Vegeta had to get worked over. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he had he, to die. Then, Vegeta had to die. Yeah, then Frieza. Yeah, Frieza put the works on him, and then Goku came out. And was like, yeah, what's up now, player? Oh, you didn't. Know? Oh, you didn't and know. Krillin yeah, had I'm to die. Sure. Right. Yeah. We sat here. Two people died for you to come. Damn. We got to destroy a whole planet to kill this dude. Right. I don't, it's just power creep, and it really ruins the next future series, future seasons. Because now with the whole Dragon Ball Super thing in the Tournament of Power, he got so powerful to beat Jiren. And so you're telling me the next villain has to be stronger than Jiren? Where were right. you before when Goku was Cell Saga? You right. telling me if you came earlier, yeah. you would just killed everybody? Right. 
and and that and that's the one thing like like when I got back into it like a couple months ago and um that was the one thing that bothered me like with like with Beerus like dude where was you <laughs> when motherfuckers was on Namek struggling like <laughs> where was you you supposed to be all seeing all knowing well, I mean the plot I mean the story involved he was sleep or something like that man Freezer was destroying planets that's your job I'll be pissed off I'm I don't slumped. know. Slump. I mean, that's what that oh, that's what they man. use. That's what they use to cover that hole up. They was like he sleeps for thirty seven years or something like that. That's what they used to cover the hole up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, whoever wrote that in, that was super lazy, by the way. Um, I feel like this came on bashing Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, first thing y'all said was no Dragon Ball Z characters. All right, so what we got? Anime abilities. We can keep this real quick. So we can go into some of our favorite abilities or weapons that anime characters use. That could be, you know, I don't even know all the stuff in Naruto. I'm not going to pretend like I know, but... Anywhere on the gambit, like the Shadow Clone Jutsu, I know that one. I know Rasengan, I know that one. Just what else the gang-banging ninjas. That's all you need to know. Gang-banging ninjas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what abilities or, or weapons in anime um, or anime-inspired video games like Nier... Um, stick out to you that you, or that you like the most um i'm actually going with for naruto the sage mode is basically like a powered up state it just uh blends your natural energy your energy with uh nature energy so it just powers up all your um a new bit uh powers up your new um your abilities and whatnot gives you new techniques and then just makes you pretty much like 10 times stronger the only issue with it is you have to sit still in order to gather the energy because you're gathering nature energy so you can't move your body because your body and nature has to be like in tone with one so if you're moving like kind of throws everything off balance so you have to be still to use it that's the only downfall to it Hmm. sounds like another ability i know but ron what you got uh Mines will be from Dragon Ball, but uh, Cell absorbing the androids or absorbing people in general. I mean, he was designed, but thinking practically, like that's kind of OP, bro. <laughs> like that's kind of that's kind of drawing. You absorb people and take their powers. So that was always my one of my favorite abilities that he had. The fact that he had to hunt them down, even though that was like twenty five episodes of that. That that was my favorite ability from an uh, anime character. Yeah, that was definitely gross. It's one of those seasons. I've mentioned it before. That really freaked me out growing up the Cell Saga because of the absorption. All right, so my weapon of choice would be the Zanpakuto from Bleach. I'm a huge Bleach fan. I think that it was cut way too soon, and they did weird things with the fillers. But anyways, the weapons were great. Uh, anyone who was a Shinigami, the Roncar eventually, and then the Vizard, which is basically all Shinigami-adjacent people, um, this was their weapon. And everyone from low ranking to higher rank people had this weapon here, and it manifests based on your personality or whatever spirit calls out to you. So you have a normal size or normal looking weapon, and over the course of hundreds of years, it could be of you training with this weapon, it starts to gain a soul and starts to open itself to you, and you have special abilities that go along with it. And I think it was a really good concept. Uh, Ichigo had about three or four different ones. Um, I'm also thinking of his name Renji's Zanpato the first time I saw that being released I mean, that whole season of the Soul Society who what does their release Zanpato look like, look like that was really interesting to me and yeah that's what sticks out to me the most now that you bring up Bleach I'm gonna go back and watch that I think that's on Netflix I'm gonna go back and check that out it's definitely on Netflix it's definitely on Netflix I'm not sure if the if all of it's on there 
but the, all the way up into Soul Society, I know that for sure because I started rewatching some of it just to see uh, Zaraki Kimpachi's arc, who is someone who never was able to open up or talk to his sword, his uh, Zanpato. So his storyline is pretty interesting. All right. Effectively be in the universe. All right, so all right, we can wrap this joint up. All right, guys. So we exhausted our anime <laughs> topic our for this week. We exhausted our chakra. We exhausted our chakra this week. We decided to give some more love to anime because we noticed we talk a lot about video games and uh, Marvel movies <laughs> and different American movies. So we wanted to give love to the, our Japanese uh, and anime fans out there. So before we wrap everything up, we just want to remind you that we have a giveaway coming up next week because we've already found our winner for this year of Nintendo Online. Let me get a drum roll while I find this guy's name. <laughs> the winner is... Jared the Vampire Slayer. So Jared the Vampire Slayer over on Instagram. Thank you so much for participating in this giveaway. You won one free year of Nintendo Online. So you should be getting, well, you, by the time this episode comes out, you've already, you know, been notified and have your year. So you can trade your Pokemon or fight a Smash Bros. Whatever you want to do with it. Thanks a lot for participating. So it's that time to announce what the next giveaway will be. So we're going to do two weeks, just like before. You can enter on either Twitter or Instagram. Be sure that you are following us. You share our posts either in a story or retweeting it. And tag two friends. The more times you do that, the higher chance you have of winning the prize. You get one so, time. You get to do it one time a day. Two different people. You have to tag every day. Yeah, two different people. Two unique people. So don't tag the same two folks every day. Um, I mean, you could if you want to, you know, to get the comments down, but it won't add any any entries into the pot for you. So be diligent. Be uh, be vigilant, and let's get this this prize. So what we're giving away is a Nintendo Switch Lite. It's the Pokemon Sword and Shield version. And yeah, we're giving it away to whoever wins to get the most entries in. So if you want to learn more information, be sure to hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. We'll have a post up there explaining all of the details. And you could always DM us for more details. Anything else you guys want to say before we head out of here? Yeah, I just want to tell everybody, you know, with the coronavirus out, you know, be safe. Be vigilant. Be aware. Most definitely. Stay in if you need to. If you're feeling sick, be sure that you take care of yourself and the folks around you. Wash them hands. Make sure that you sanitize things that you're touching. And uh, just be mindful of everyone around you. You might be invincible, but the herd is more important than the individual. So remember that. And with that being said, I hope you take care of yourself, take care of others, and be safe out there. See you next time.